Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I don't think it'll pick that up. I bet you it does. Was this going to pick all of us up? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing the sounds of Deer Camp 2022 Zone D opener. We are uh, at a rambunctious camp right now we had highway to the danger zone blasting over the corner we have got ribeyes with gunpowder seasoning we cracked open a 30 out six and just sprinkled that across the top and just had at it so i am sitting around the table right now with the legendary brandon ogden the south alabama legend chase iceman prince and then my lowly self here so <sighs> today was the opener we hunted brett uh in true fashion passed on 14 deer no one in the state of florida saw 14 deer today combined and this joker passed on 14 deer. how many did you have in bow range like real bow range five okay <clears throat> and you passed on those five because uh there was three mature does and there was two babies the two mature does when they walked out each one of them had a yearling with them so Automatically gave him a pass, and then another mature doe tried to swing downwind and try to get, try to smell me, but they couldn't ever smell me. Yo, what y'all need to know about Brett is that um, he did a, a, a DNA and me test, and it comes to find out he's a second generation descendant of John Eberhardt himself, and uh, he, can, <laughs> <laughs> he can completely cloak his scent uh, from, from the wild white-tailed deer. I'm sitting there, I shot a buck this morning, and I'm sitting here waiting, and we, Brett and I were doing our thing where we're, I wonder what could happen, and <laughs> I'm like, dude, if we double up today, this is going to be crazy, because you were hunting in a spot that we had bucks fighting on camera three or four times in the last, like, what, week or so? Yep. And I get a text, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, and I'm like, dude, we just doubled up right here. I'm like, what? And then he sends me gibberish. It's like 32 random letters all put together. And then he sends, oh, my God, again. And I'm like, what the hell did he, what did he shoot? <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? And then he calls me and goes, 
So I had these four does downwind of me, man. It was crazy. They couldn't smell me. I was like, I was so angry. I wanted to hang up the phone. Because <laughs> I'm riding high because I killed a buck on opening day. I've never killed anything on opening day. And here I am thinking we're going to double up. And not only does he pass deer, he teases me on purpose. Pretty much. <laughs> because Walter gets fired up. Over nothing. Over <laughs> nothing. Over nothing. anything. To, the cold air blowing across his face. Uh-huh. A picture coming across his phone. <laughs> Hyped, baby. Well, well so. at least you answered him. At least you didn't like not answer for 20 minutes, and now he's sitting there and blows up your phone. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But when I come out this afternoon, he was sitting at my truck. <laughs> I didn't know who was at my truck, so I walked through a whole, a whole cut with my light off because somebody was over there. I didn't want them to see where I was coming from. <laughs> and I walked through this whole big cut with no light. <laughs> Luckily, nice. I knew where I was going. <laughs> and the whole time I'm looking out the window, like, I wonder why he's waiting. Like, it is dark, dark. Like, what is he doing? And I'm about to get out when when I see the, the truck lights blink. And I said, you see anything? And he immediately softens his tone. He's like, oh, that's nah, just Walt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, somebody had pulled in that morning. Uh-huh. So I'm the first one at the gate. Well... I'm going to rephrase. I left my house, gung-ho, ready to get down. And on the way here, a freaking deer runs out and side swipes my truck, blows the fender off the side of it, and dents my truck in. <laughs> so I'm sitting That's at the luck. gate. The first person in, I go, I go into WMA, and I get out, get ready. I start walking in. And the first person that comes down the road, they're going to come pull right beside my truck. Right beside me. Mm-hmm. So I cut my light off, and here I am walking in the dark to my tree <laughs> with no light once again in the morning that I had never walked in before. Yeah. And then had to flash somebody off twice. Use your boobs or your butt for that? <laughs> I use my green headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> so this overlooked spot that you told me. Ain't so, ain't well, so overlooked. Well, come to find out, there. the first time somebody was coming in from the road, but as soon as I flashed, they turned around and left. They were right just off the dirt road. Okay. And I thought somebody else was walking in on me, but they were actually in a field. And it just looked like they were coming to me because they were walking through the field. I didn't realize that until it got daylight, though. Yeah. So you two drove up just because you like seeing us. Uh, I think Tate Chase, ultimately, I don't buy any of the bullshit, to be honest with you. I'm just going to be frank. I think you saw me shoot a deer this morning, and you wanted to steal my thunder and just show up on a whim (laughs) Walk into a spot and kill another damn deer. <laughs> That's not true. I texted Brandon last night saying that I was going to come up here. And Brandon was like, if my brother-in-law cancels on me, because he was going to go hunting uh-huh. with his brother-in-law this morning, I'll, I'll go up there with you. So I'm like, okay, cool. And you, I was sleeping in because my leg was stiff yesterday. From Oh, so you slept in hunting. on purpose. I slept in on purpose The way today. you texted me made me think you like overslept. No, no, I slept in oh, on no, purpose because I knew I was in. coming up here. Yeah. No matter what, it was just gotcha. a matter of what time I was going to come up. Gotcha. And Brandon had texted me. He's like, oh, my brother-in-law canceled because his brother-in-law was feeling sick or something. Mm-hmm. And he didn't end up going. So Brandon hunted at his dad's place. 
and well, we we were I had always planned to be here. It was just a matter of it was gonna be me and Brandon, or just me by myself, yeah. just uh, hang out and mm. do some scouting because mm. there's some plans to come back up here in a couple of months. Later on, <laughs> yeah, later on, later on, yeah. in a couple of months potentially to this same place. And I've never really scouted much here, other than the little bit that I scouted the last time I was here. So it's uh, good to get, get it to was get, good to. Yeah. It's just so different from where I hunt. It just doesn't look anything like anywhere I would yeah. hunt yeah. or want to hunt. Honestly, it's different. Isn't it? <laughs> or want to it's, hunt? Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, where I'm at, if it looks like that, you're yeah. not going to have big bucks. Yeah. Like there's not going to be any big. There's bucks. no big bucks here anyway. On that property. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Don't come here. Yeah. yeah. Just look at a deer. It's not going to have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that was a big deer for Walt. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, come on, man. That Don't beat big, the man while he's up. Come big, on. It, come on, man. Different. Hey, it is what it is. Well, I, I have shame. nothing to equate it to where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. So it's just kind of neat coming to look at it and Panhandle's try to cool, get it man. figured out. Yeah. So. And there's a huge chunk of the area I have yeah. come close to stepping foot on yeah. Yeah, to look at. There's a This place is really interesting because there's a lot of negative terrain, but a lot of the negative terrain is actually like reverse of what you would expect it to be, right? right. Like you have these like Tupelo gum cypress heads that were clear cut decades ago and still haven't recovered. There's like sh- stupid short trees and the deer just flock to that whereas like anywhere else when that when i when i bump big deer it's on the edge of water almost exclusively on the edge of water um and the majority of the deer sign is right there in areas that like for all intents and purposes don't have like a whole lot of like nutritional value yeah it's just the habitat that these deer prefer up here there's plenty of deer that i've seen driving around that are in areas where i would be like why is a deer yeah even over here you wouldn't pay attention anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, you'd be like, oh. or there may not be a tree for yeah. 500 to 1,000 yeah. yards in some of these areas, but you're like, why is this deer here? I don't. Which could be why they're there because they're not seeing hunting pressure. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but not this time. They ain't seen no hunting pressure for. Well, that's true for too. Six, seven months yet. Yeah, that's true. I ain't thought about that. In some of the heaviest pressured areas in this place, there still seems to be a lot of deer. I mean, I passed two. Um, <laughs> I passed two trucks and across the street from the trucks at 40 yards away, there were like several deer just just yeah. standing there looking yeah. at the pickup trucks. It's just it's a it's it's weird. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't advise anything that you hear on this podcast trying to apply it to like South Florida. It wouldn't. <laughs> no, no that that will not that will not work in South Florida. I can I can vouch for that. That will not work. <laughs> that will not work at all. <laughs> but yeah, it it really does. It's it's just neat. Yeah, coming up here and. Uh, trying to figure this area because, like I said, I, I can't compare it to anything. No. Where I hunt it, not even, no. not even close. But you know, even. you know, you have a, like a, a stone cold killer though, when like Brett comes up here, right? So he comes up here every spot he goes to, on a map. He's like, hey, let's go check this out. And I, and I'm I'm one of those guys like I'm humble enough to be like I don't know, Jack, right? Like I can I can learn from anybody. And, and he's like, let's go here. And we get there, and it's just freaking like manna falling from the sky there's rubs everywhere and there's feet sign and everything and there's big buck beds and then there's perfect trees to climb to shoot down into the big buck beds and everything and it's just interesting to me i say that because there are people who it just seems like they can bounce from terrain during to terrain and get on deer you come up and you know everybody knows the story from last year's patreon hunt you come up first afternoon walk into a block of timber and, and shoot a 
just shy of that block of timber here. looks more like anything that i hunt does like it home. yeah <laughs> anywhere, yeah actually anywhere it does. Else, honestly it does. <laughs> than anywhere else but there is a huge chunk i'm like there's a huge chunk of this area i have mm -hmm. never even driven into mm -hmm. and looked at so when i drive into that area the next time i come yeah. i'm going to break all that down mainly because of the pressure i've just been trying to check out the sure. other areas to see if i can figure <clears> out that because the pressure inside there is a thousand times fold of what it is outside of there oh yeah and even and even then, like the pressure though, like you're out in Miami, like the pressure no, no, I'm not talking about it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying if you get out of there, you're not seeing vehicles no. at all. Yeah, no. not at all. The pressure doesn't get bad up here Today until the Great Migration occurs. You know when like zone yeah, B, yeah. when zone A and C shut down, and then everybody with a hand crane comes up here and yeah, crowds our public here. lands. It's that's when everything gets kind of tight there for a little bit, but. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, unique. Oh, I mean, we we spent a lot of the time scouting. Yeah. I mean, we re literally were only in a tree for like 45 minutes yeah. hunting at the end. I spent half of today Trying to do an observation yeah. type set. Did y'all find a bunch of acorns anywhere? Um, we only we found a little bit of acorns, but a lot of them we saw, they were still on the tree. Or like yep. they had already dropped like way, way early. Like a lot of pin oaks. Yeah. Super, super, yep. super small. But all the pin oaks we saw, it didn't seem like they were eating them. No, yeah. I don't know if they're yeah, just not really, ready to eat them. 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 I don't know if they got to they get uh, ripen them. more. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that was at least what I saw. And all the live oaks I saw, they were black on the tree. Well, that's ripe. That's ripe. But that's they were ripe. still on the tree. Yeah, they hadn't fallen ripe. yet. Okay. Because yeah. there was some green. And, but Yeah. Green, yeah. green. they will eat green, but green is not ripe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was set up beside a white oak, and it had acorns on it, and they were all brown. But sitting there most of today i probably only heard one or two fall out of it the it's whole weird day. right now it's really weird they just hadn't fallen yeah but i just wonder if the, if their diet right now since it's still early in the season for for this area if they just haven't focused in on the on the acorns yet you know like they're still eating on the grass vegetation and when yep. it gets more into like november december that's when they're going to start hitting them you know, it's just not, I know we've had some cold days, which has been unusual this year. Yeah. But I wonder if they're just waiting to eat them till later. Like, they know it's there. Yeah. But they're like, I'm going to save this until I really need all the fats. I mean, that's my opinion. But. I, 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 don't, I don't see any really rain in acorns right now. So, like, I don't even think, because I, I heard somewhere, and then I looked into this the other day, there's like a 10-day period it takes for the biome and a deer's gut to shift from different food sources. Okay. And so if you don't have a heavy acorn crop, I think it's entirely possible that they would not, like, try and shift like how what they're eating if there's not like enough an there. abundance yeah of it. yeah yeah and i don't and i've not gone to a single tree that's shown feeding sign or had enough underneath it to like really draw them well back to this area what i've seen i guess what you call pin oaks maybe also like a laurel oak could be could that be has the small oak. acorns mm -hmm. what i see is they will rain acorns and the deer will absolutely let them sit for months and they will hit them late season. They'll mm -hmm. use it as a late season yeah, food December, source. January. Right. Mm -hmm. And they'll hit the red oaks, the white oaks, the water oaks, all before they'll touch the laurels. And you can look back, just say like this area, North Florida, more towards January. More towards <laughs> Florida. January. Is when, South Florida. <laughs> more towards January is when they're going to hit them up yeah. actual laurel oaks yeah. to actually focus on them. Oh, I've seen where the... 
when the everything is warm. It's like they've been on the ground for two months and yep. then they start hitting them yep. like yeah. crazy. It's kind of what Warren, Warren Womack talks about looking for the hot feed tree, you know, quote unquote. Yep. And, you know, the ones that we did see on the ground, the acorns, there wasn't like any, there was like deer tracks, but it wasn't like active feeding. There yeah. wasn't, you know, yeah. scat and anything like that. There or, were some though. But, but not heavy though. Like, like that they're coming to. Not it. like tilled up. Right. Where right. it looks like the leaves. It was a feed tree, been, but it wasn't hot yeah, yeah, feed Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just cruising through, I've taking a couple bites and keep going. I have. Yeah, I, it, but it's a lot of walking. Like, it takes a lot to find one. Once you find one, that tree, whenever it produces, there's there's two in the forest near the house that they produce about every three to four years. And when they produce, the ground underneath looks like, like you've gone in there with a um, like a leaf rake mm-hmm. and just raked everything away. Mm-hmm. Everything's I mean, I can tell you, the live oak at my house, Brandon can verify this, it's literally dropped thousands of acorns oh my already. And every time I blow it off, it's still dropping hundreds a day. <laughs> hundreds. And I'm, oh, like, I've been to your house I'm like, where there, yeah. can I find this tree? It's parking lot acorns. Yeah. You can't parking reproduce them. Yeah. No. No. I, I, it's, I don't know. it's freaking insane the amount of acorns that drop well, out of that tree. So I buried the lead on this because the title of this podcast is Don't Be a Coal. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's not going to make any sense to anybody who isn't. Sunrise Surprise. We, we can hyphen it. It's going to be don't be a cold hyphen sunrise surprise. Um, but we, we the Patreon group is this kind of an inside joke there, so I'll, I'll kind of elaborate, even though no inside joke is funny once it's told about. But uh, we have an ongoing debate whether scouting in the summer pays off. Um, so Or in the off-season. Or in the off-season as a whole. Um, we have a lot of people mm. who prefer to scout in the season and um, – the two to three times that they hunt that year, that'll be their main their main scouting session. Um, <laughs> 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 so I guess before I start talking about the direction I'm going, I kind of curious, Brett. I already know your opinion on this. We've talked about this, but Chase and Brandon, you guys, what's your philosophy about summer scouting? I have a feeling I know what Chase is going to say. Go ahead, Chase. I'll let you start off. <laughs> <laughs> I think any scouting is good scouting. So I don't think it matters if it's summer. Fall, springtime, anytime you can get out and scout. I like how that was a nice neutral answer. That was. My favorite is in season. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And I've done summer scouting before. I mean, like I said, if like this area, like Brett, we came up here and summer scouted, an area that I'm not familiar with at all, it's going to help me. Like it really Mm -hmm. is. Like now, if I had hunted this place for the last 10 years, I don't think I need to summer scout it as much as I would other places. Once you get familiar with a place. I agree with that. You don't really need to summer scout it as much. So I think it all yeah. depends on how familiar with the property yeah. that you're hunting. Postseason Absolutely. scout it and keep tabs yeah. on it. Yeah, postseason scout it. I mean, cameras, I mean, you can put cameras up, do whatever, yep. run them all the time. But um, as far as summer scouting, I mean, if I'm not familiar with an area, it's going to be great for me because yeah. it's any little bit of intel Any intel is good intel. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be good. Yeah. Uh, so I am, I am allergic. Um, a lot of people don't know this. I'm actually allergic to the summer and so it takes a lot of energy for me to get up and do anything outside in the heat and so brett has brett's been kind of my deer hunting mentor i'm just gonna call it what it is the, we he and i talked deer hunting took you under his wing <laughs> yeah he took me under his wing that's right he tied that deer up for me this morning um but we've the good been going <laughs> more hand like hand a ford f-150 did <laughs> um yeah. But, you know, we, we, we summer scouted this area two years ago. Um, this was one of the few times I was last able to – Was it last year? Okay, so last year. 
it was one of the few times I was able to break away and actually scout uh, with an infant at home. And we put a camera up. We got some really good buck activity. And uh, Brett had a camera in the same area this summer, and he, and he had a really nice eight-point on camera. And with the conditions, we kind of looked at the, the trail camera data. Those bucks daylighted in this area 15 times in a 14-day period. In the month of October. In the month of October. And then it petered off for a little bit and it picked back up in December. And so we knew we had an opportunity there from the summer scouting and through the years of a you know, year and a half of trail camera data, we had an opportunity to strike hot, that this area would be utilized. And so I sold out, which is something I don't normally do, to trying to kill in a buck, and went into this area. And I still am struggling to wrap my head around <laughs> the, ridiculous of the, the ridiculousness of the story I'm about to share. But yeah, You need to tell everybody that story. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> so I boat I boat into an area. I bank the bank the boat 50 yards uh, west of where I want to you know hunt. And I'm walking down the bank and I get to the tree I want to. And this area has grown up a fair amount since li even last year. And so I was a little disoriented about where I was going. I'm making a little more noise than I wanted to, but I still got in there pretty clean. Like not great, but good enough that I felt still like there was a, I was in I was in the play there. And this is an area that we almost exclusively get daytime bucks. I should I should say they they daylight 15 times in the month of October, but there was hardly any nighttime photos. Mm -hmm. So we we had the logic to say that you're getting there ahead of the deer. And so I, I'm I'm at the base of my tree and I hear just a little bit of rustle to my right, and I just start curiosity. I turn my headlamp to the right and I catch an eye, and I'm like, "Dad, gum! What are the odds? There's a deer standing right there looking at me." So I cut the green light off and I cut the white light on. And there's a, there's a deer head sitting in the bushes right there next to me, about 20 yards, 15 yards probably. And I'm sitting there just befuddled that there's a deer head there. And so I start walking towards this daggum deer, expecting this thing to bust off. Because at this point, surely you know the jig is up, right? The deer is not going to just sit there. And I keep getting closer, and I keep getting closer, and this thing does not flinch. It doesn't blink. It doesn't twitch its ear. And I got it all on video for everybody who's listening to this thinking I'm crazy because it's just going to get worse from here. I've got it all on video. I get seven feet from this deer, and it doesn't move, and it's laying kind of weird in the in the ground. And I'm like, man, this is this is getting a little sporty. It's a little thick in here. He's got antlers and hooves, and I don't want to deal with this. So I back off, and I and I'm texting everybody like, should I just stand here and try and kill this deer because it's only about 45, 50 minutes till daylight at this point? Should I try? <laughs> should I stand here and try and kill this deer? Or should I go ahead and climb? And no one responds because most people are asleep and everybody else is getting in the tree stand themselves. <laughs> and so I climbed the tree. Now, I had to saw three small branches just to get up to where I was getting to. In all of that, this deer doesn't leave. And I get completely set up, camera gear, everything, the whole night. And I look over my right and this deer is still standing there, and I, or sitting there, I should and say, you laying there. expecting that. And I, I was not. And I'm sitting there. And, I, and at this point, I'm thinking, maybe this deer's dead. Maybe it got, you know, it just died of natural causes and it's just laying here. It's been shot by something and it's just laying here. And about that time, it turns and looks up at me in the headlight, just real slow-like, and then looks right back down. I'm like, oh, my God, this is nuts. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I cut my light off, and I'm just sitting there hanging out, doing my thing. And all of a sudden, I hear some shuffling in the leaves about 10 minutes later and I cut the light back on and I look and he's just tucking his legs up underneath him I'm like what in the world is going on this deer is 15-20 yards from my stand so at this point I realize this thing may not actually leave as crazy as it is to sound this thing may not actually leave and I was pretty certain it was a legal deer 
So I cut on the Insta360 because at this point I realized I need to document this because no one's going to believe this story. That deer laid there all the way up until 20 minutes after shooting light. It was stuck in a, in a, in a clump of brush that was hidden from the sunlight, and it was hard for me to see it. And I had to wait plus, plus positive light just to... Um, just to be able to see the deer but i ended up shooting the dang thing it's a really nice little six point i've got a a, 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 a bit of a fetish with six points as it is and uh <laughs> didn't go 20 and so there it is the weirdest buck store i've ever seen i've never killed a deer on opening day i've never killed a buck either obviously with that first statement and i managed to knock out my first buck first buck since 2015 with the bow and opening day deer so don't be a coal. Go scout because I wouldn't have killed that deer if I hadn't been in there summer scouting. And that probably won't be the last deer that gets killed out of that bottom. Sunrise surprise. Sunrise surprise. Sunrise surprise. Sunrise surprise. So, so the part to this that I realized we didn't tell in that story is that when we finally got to the deer, it was mi- missing what? It was missing a, uh, one hoof. Yep. And the other three were swollen. Three legs were swollen yep. out of the four. He was blind in both eyes. Neither had no ears. He didn't have a nose. His nose was stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this thing had been legit hit by a car this at thing some was, point. This in thing time. was like the Helen Keller, <laughs> Keller <of> deer. <laughs> but like his neck was huge. Helen Keller buck. Yeah, his, neck, be this podcast, his neck wouldn't turn, but no. like completely one way to the right, maybe. So evidently, it's been hit for a while. Like you said, uh-huh. it's been fused back together as a spinal cord. Like he's been jacked up. Yeah. Mm. So I, you know, Brett said this. I think Brett said this. Kind of like a, a bit of a divine intervention for that critter because I had this gut feeling I needed to go in there and mm. kill something. And then I get there, and this deer, its neck was super skinny. Like there was no muscle around its neck anymore, and everybody was guessing this deer was bigger than it was and they weighed it and it was only 97 pounds and <laughs> <laughs> i'm shooting a lot of small deer this year everybody was guessing. and so it's one of those things where it's kind of like how long had that deer been kind of suffering yeah. in that in that capacity right like it probably wasn't because it, it did not want to leave that area it was completely content being where it was and obviously i was completely content turning it into burger so it was a marriage Dang, made you got four tags left well about that uh-oh. The app. Oh, yeah. The app. Well, you still got four tags. Yeah, I'm just going to have to get it straight <laughs> yeah. out. I, so when I registered the deer, <laughs> yeah, it didn't give me a confirmation number, so I hit register. And it didn't give me a confirmation number, so I hit register. Oh, no. And then it went confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. Oh, no. So I get to, to the check station. And now I didn't catch this either until the warden who was at the check station. What? No. You just got a buck on camera? No, no, no. I didn't check this until... Um, until he goes, so did you kill three six points today or just, just the one? Dang and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's just the one six point. I'm because we checked it in three times and he gave me his card and everything. And so I'm going to call him and get it sorted out. But yeah, I've still got four buck tags left. I don't know more. Yeah. Two doe tags. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if you want to kill those. Mm-hmm. Technically, I've got. You got two tags. You got four tags, tags left. Yeah. yeah. Well, for Florida. Yeah. So. You good to go. Mm. It needed to go. Yeah. We got to score that thing for the bow hunters league. Yep. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't have my measuring tape with me as I would have done scored it. <laughs> well, yeah, I have. A, I think I have a tape measure in the truck, maybe. Yeah. You got the Bob the Builder one? All it only goes out like six inches. Am I the only one on the t- on the team that's got a, a public land buck right now? What's that? Yeah, public land. Yeah. yeah. 
So you two both have to kill a public land buck in Florida, otherwise it's default to any team that submits three public land bucks. Oof. Oh, it's only if public I'd land bucks? That, I'd have been hunting yeah. public land more. Oh, was I, it public? I, I thought it was just Florida. Yeah, I thought it was just Florida. Yeah, it's just Florida. We'll have to go back and listen to the audio file. Mm. Or actually, no, I can pull it up on, on Facebook while we're doing this, but then, mm. that, then that helps. Then we just need Brett to quit lollygagging and kill something. When I say something legal to shoot, I will. <laughs> Florida problems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen a legal spike, but he's only about that two should inches. should be a shirt somehow, yeah. man. Florida problems. Florida problems. He's missing a brow time. Florida problems. Just put quotes underneath it. <laughs> Is it 10 inches? Well, the spikes I've seen today only have about two-inch spikes on them. Yeah, got to be yeah. careful. Gotta so be careful. explain what don't be a coal means. Yeah. What we did. don't be a cult. We, we started the whole podcast off with that. Don't ride around in your vehicle taking videos of deer. Don't be laying on your couch every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Don't <laughs> always filming deer while you're working. Saying that you should be. Uh, you wish you could hunt these areas. Okay, so I wasn't going to. A lot gonna, of polos from the couch. I wasn't going to put that out there. But yeah, yeah. It's out there now. Yeah, it is. It is. Gotcha. You, do you see how quickly Brett jumped into that? I mean, he was like, this is my opportunity. Let me sees the moment I mean, he does have a pretty bit. sweet mustache right now he so. does that mustache is legit <laughs> i can't grow one of those all right let's see here in other words get Biggest out and scout Florida buck one oh. buck from florida okay all right so technically we just need brett to quit lollygagging <laughs> all right happens. well you said we still got plenty of time all we of do. us can kill bigger deer old agum I mean, season ahead seasons. of us literally Every, the March. entire season minus one day. <laughs> minus one day. Yeah. I don't look at deer season as a sprint. Mine's a marathon. Yeah. yeah. I never look at I it. I never kill sprint. many bucks super early. It's usually later in the season when I start killing mine. Oh, yeah. and I bet you up here you end up killing a nice one. Yeah. And you never know. Because that bottom, that bottom that I saw, that stud deer hey, is going to get used. Three or four trees picked out in it. Dixie. 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 Buck named Dixie. Buck named Dixie. Is that what you Buck named it? That's Dixie. what he named it. Yeah. Because you said it was enormous. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a Texas deer? There's somebody named Dixie on the podcast. Dixie pissed. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Named it Dixie. Oh, okay. Good. Brett, how big do you think that, that that deer is that you got on camera? I'm, I'm convinced it's the same one. 110, 115 inches? He's wide. Uh, it's hard to say because when I have pictures, he's still in velvet and he's not yeah. done developing. But I'd say he's at he's at least a hundred inches. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's some, there's some good quality on. Let's pull him up and look at him. He's ten point, isn't he? Wow. Uh huh. <laughs> God, that's wild. That's I think we think for Florida. we think that's the one that Parker missed last year. Really? It's the same swamp bottom. Wow, he is wide. Mm -hmm. Well, he's a lot better this year. But he's probably about 75 on Parker's home. <laughs> <laughs> he's about 100 there, so. Conservatively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good buck. Because that's yeah. August, he's really right? Wide. So, yeah, that's August. So he had a whole nother month. He had a, yeah, he had a whole nother month to go. Kind of, sort of, but. Yeah. Look, at the, like look, look at the time. I do bald. know that, but I, the, a buck that I killed, he's he in the middle of September. June 23rd. Like he was his full potential June 23rd. I don't think he grew didn't much grow more. anymore. I bet he did. A month no. uh, within look that at last the, look month. Look at the look at the points of how they're knobbed. They're still putting growth on. 
Well, you oh. told me he was shitting in that picture when I sent it to you. So. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. You said you don't I see did. how dry it is from this man. He's about to shit. Well, well, just go in there and kill him, and then we'll know for sure. Now he's making a pair of Is that the picture? Now he's making old Dixie bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, Dixie's getting bigger oh. and bigger. Yeah, that was the picture. <laughs> that, that deer is very obvious, though. You see that thing, you'll know it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a wide deer. Almost a wide deer. Yeah. That is a wide deer. Oh, sure. Yeah. You can tell he's got one, two, three, four on that yeah. side. I mean, but I see what Walt's saying. He's still rounded at the top. Mm -hmm. he hasn't, he's I a mean, five by four. Five by four. Who well, we're getting western, five, ain't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, those. I was out there glassing ball. a five by four whitetail. He's about done, I can tell you. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was he's, about, he's about done in that. I told he's you. He's about that. 100 inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good, he, I mean, with his width, he's definitely Maybe 100 or more. I say 110 at the most still. Yeah, yeah. He's somewhere in there. Tines aren't super long, but he's got he's got, got good main beams. He's got a skinny body. Good width. Yeah, we're not quite sure how old that deer is. Enough. It's hard to figure it out. It looks like that deer that guy killed today. Might be it. Yeah, it kind of does, but it's hard. No, I don't think that deer was. But that's know. over there where Craig was at. Yeah. She just holler, please be quiet. So how many deer got killed? Oh, probably close today. to Ten? There was ten this morning. Ten this morning. There was ten total this, one. this morning. He said that was only deer this afternoon that was brought in. So eleven deer. Okay, that's not bad. There's no. an eight point over there. Not at all. Was. Oh wow, that's a good day. You see the frame. Yeah, he ain't got the too. tallest time. So uh oh, he's got a big For opening frame. day. Uh oh, what's this? Spartan Ford's on the desktop. Mm hmm. Craig's got it on the desktop right now. Oh cool. I've given up on Spartan Forge. Pretty good deer. I've <laughs> just cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I've given up. <laughs> I've given up trying to get it. I've actually started using Spartan Forge Wait, more. Wait, he didn't respond to you? Well, his no, he, we'll cut this out of the podcast. He, he did. Well, a computer did or whatever. And they're like, we can't find your, your, your login. I'm like, what do you mean? I have it here. And they're like, well, did you use another email? I'm like, no. And they just like, well, I don't know. Did you tell them that you were the Yak Ambassador winner? And like, oh, well, if you signed in with Apple, I'm like, I don't think I did. I'll handle it. So, That's whatever. I'll just loop Bill back into it. Whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Back into it. Well, it is 1030. You fellas have a three-hour drive. Yes, I know you do. guys don't care about driving, but what? I worry about you. Two hours and 47 minutes. Yeah. Y'all drove three hours just to BS? I'm telling you, he came over here to steal my thunder. He thought he could kill a deer. <laughs> Bro, I need to get back home. It's rut time at my house. It ain't. Yeah, it's it's rut time rut where rut I'm at. They, yeah. were they, were, they were chasing this morning. <laughs> He's seen you kill a deer. Yeah, I seen 14, time. and they he, had, he couldn't how stand many, it. How he many big not. bucks? I already told y'all I was coming to hang out. Uh -huh. <laughs> I remember it being. I, remember I told y'all last night I was coming uh -huh. to hang out. Uh huh. You probably told Wall. I didn't ever hear that. Because I asked Wall. Says you said you said I'm thinking about it. You said I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I said I'll let you know. I'm coming. Start getting and I'll let you know this seen. morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I can show you text from last night and me telling Brandon I'm coming. I want to see it. I'm coming. Let's see it right now. Let's see it right here. I'll Don't show, show me right. the dick picture. I'll show you each other. right this, now. This, uh, this this camera's not BDC big enough. <laughs> <laughs> this camera ain't big enough. <laughs> Come on now, bro. Uh, you can't see Brandon mine. There ain't enough zoom. There ain't enough zoom. There ain't enough zoom in my thing to see that thing. Hey, that wide angle feature's nice. Let me tell you. See last night. I am gonna head probably mid morning. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta cut that out. Yeah. Uh, oops. I'm gonna head to bleep mid morning. Like, no, that's. A, I mean, it's fine, but 
<laughs> he says it straight up. <laughs> he enunciates. I'm reading. I'm headed to. <laughs> like you put that shit in Google and say <laughs> yeah. it for you. <laughs> All right. Well, no, since we're name dropping WMAs, these goons and, don't have Google. Elwood's El gonna be having my butt for for name dropping uh, WMAs. Oh, Woody Woodpecker. Oh, Woody Woodpecker. Oh, Spruce Slayer. Oh, is that uh, who that is? Yeah. Okay. It's Elrod. Yeah. I can't keep track of some of these. Some people like, pick them this? out. Some people earn them. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ron, just looking. Just looking. Because oh, he, went, he went hunting in Florida and passed up 100 deer. <laughs> so he uh, uh, changed his uh, name. Who else does that sound like just today? Looking. Yeah. <laughs> just looking square. Yeah. The, the difference was, the difference was, Ron doesn't have a history of killing deer and then passing them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I he's already deer. making that transition. I pass deer every year. Yeah. He's already making that transition. Yeah. No, Brett's Brett's in the league of extraordinary killers. If you see a deer, you just kill it. You're, you're just done. <laughs> I like watching deer to see how they act and what yeah. they do. React to a broadhead through their side. Um, <laughs> all right, let's put a pin in this, guys. This is uh, a rough podcast, especially after Brett punches the table twice. <laughs> this is a rough boom boom podcast. <laughs> bam, one bam. mic, one mic, one mic. Uh, omnidirectional, so there's all kinds of noise. I'm sure in the background, but appreciate you guys tuning in. I know that the Patreon group wanted a Deer Camp podcast. This is the only night we're gonna have everybody together. And so here it is. If you enjoyed this, if you want in on some of the shenanigans, if you want a custom tailored nickname that could either be affectionate or based on some blunder of of, of your uh, choosing. Uh, check us out the show the links in the show notes below you can join patreon and get access to the marco polo group um half this table is in the marco polo group so no the whole everybody's here so until next time y'all be good